0: Please keep all hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the podcast at all times.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people of all shapes, sizes, and wonderness, I love you all so much. Welcome to the Park and Ride podcast. Yay! This is episode two. Can you believe it? Episode two. I'm so, so excited.
2: We did it. We, we, we did it. a podcast that yes. lasted more than
1: one episode,
0: <laughs> or two, depending on if yeah. you count episode one, part one, part two.
1: We we shall see. So the only way to know is to continue to listen. <laughs> you can find us on Twitter at Park n Ride Podcast. That's P A R K N R I D E. P C A S T. And then all the rest of the information will be at the, uh, in our little, uh, link dump situation. So you'll be able to find our social media and you will be able to find where we are putting this podcast out on. So Spotify, Google, Breaker, Radio Public, and soon Apple Podcasts. We'll, we're keeping our fingers crossed. So yay. Also, also, if you want to be part of the conversation somehow, if you want to give us some rah rah and words of encouragement, or if you have a question or you want to just kind of chime in on the topic, we do have an email address. I will say it out loud, but again, we will also have that in our link dump. So the email is parkandridepod at gmail.com. P A R K N R I D E P O D. Park and Ride Pod at gmail.com so yay with me as always is ricky hey guys and also with us is the wonderful tk or chris however you want to call him
0: hello and welcome
1: chris <laughs> chris, TK, chris.
2: <laughs> tk don't call him shirley
0: but don't, call, don't me shirley.
1: call him for dinner yeah oh boy yeah people are like wow so glad we're not paying for these bad jokes <laughs> <laughs>
0: Lap bars down.
1: <laughs> <Your> lap bars. <laughs>
2: Tune into our airplane podcasts. Uh, all about the movie Airplane.
1: You know, I know some people who would be so into that. Absolutely. So last last week for episode one, for our, for a big reveal, for a big, just leap into podcast stuff. We talked about our first time at Disney at a Disney park i almost said disneyland but our first time at a disney park and boy howdy did we give you guys the goods we spoke for three hours that's pretty amazing because we have so much that we want to share with you folks so this week we decided to kind of break it up a little bit we're going to talk about our favorite things inside the park and that is that's from the of course you know favorite ride and attraction blah 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 to other things like what's our favorite hotel and so on and so forth so We're gonna start this off, and we're gonna kinda go a little all over the place here. It's like a beautiful treasure map. We're gonna start with favorite in-park character. So who's your favorite in-park character? Do you really like Mickey? And why do you like Mickey? Do you like Chip and Dale because they're wacky and zany, you know? Or do you just tend to go towards your princesses? Do you go right for your favorite character as far as the movies are concerned? Um, Ricky, you go ahead and start off. Who is your favorite in-park character?
2: So, my favorite in-park character is Donald Duck.
1: But not the Donald
2: Duck you were thinking of. <laughs> so, in Epcot, as most of you know, there's different countries in Epcot. And mm-hmm. so, in these countries, you have special park characters that dress up in that theme of that country so for Donald Duck he has a special outfit that he wears in Mexico and so uh, everybody calls him Mexican Donald and he's the greatest character in Epcot cause it's Donald Duck he's wearing a poncho and a sombrero he carries maracas He's just there to party, and every time you go up and take a picture with him, he's always there dancing and having a good time in Mexico. And especially if you've had some tequila shots, you're there to party, <laughs> and so is Mexican Donald. And that's why Mexican <laughs> Donald's my favorite character.
1: I, I love the idea. I have I have this scene in my head of you walking up to, Me- to, to Mexico v- Pavilion Donald shaking some maracas and offering him a shot of tequila. Yes. And it's it's more heartwarming, I promise. It's more heartwarming warming in my head than it sounds. That is that is so adorable. I, I've seen I've seen pictures of of Mexican pavilion Donald and he just What a neat character with such a big smile. I just I absolutely love Donald for for a mask that is non-blinking eyes and a perpetually open mouth. Donald gets so expressive and just anytime you see Donald it it, it gives me goosebumps. I'm I'm glad to hear somebody likes Donald.
0: Oh isn't there a I'm not sure if this is Disney World or Disneyland or I could be completely wrong in imagining all of this. Wasn't there like a uh, the Three Caballeros uh, yes props somewhere. There's
2: a Three Caballeros ride inside the Mexican Mexico Pavilion over at Epcot. It's a boat ride that shows like the animation of uh, of the Three Cabaneros going through Mexico <laughs> and incorporates uh, its real people in Mexico and then it's da- and the Three Cabaneros just superimposed in all those scenes. And It's actually a really fun, chill ride if you where if it's hot outside or you're, you've had a little too much to drink and you just need to cool off and just sit down it's usually it's it's a ride where there's usually a like 10 minute or less wait so it's one of those chill rides and you just have go through mexico with the three camineros it's pretty fun
0: you're missing the important part which is donald duck with maracas
2: yes and he has maracas exactly right, and cool. I post- so i wasn't
0: imagining that
2: i <laughs> will post a We'll have our link dump for this episode, and I just posted for everybody what Mex- uh, Mexico Pavilion Dino looks like. And he's just so happy. He's just there. He's just <laughs> with his poncho and his sombrero, and he's just having a good time.
1: I love him so much. <laughs> so, um, TK, who who is your favorite in-part character? I had
0: phases uh, as to which one mine is. Um it started out with Mickey Mouse because you can't beat the mouse. I don't care if he's not wearing a sombrero, just saying. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um uh I think this was like after my DCP or before my DC- during my DCP, whatever. Um mm-hmm. as a uh character attendant, and I would be because you have to babysit him, there's no other way of calling it, Peter Pan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is one of the hardest things that you will have to do is just being his character attendant. I don't think you even think he has a character attendant anymore. I think they just let him roam free. But this was like a while ago. And then now my new favorite one is uh the evil queen from Snow White. Cause the person or not the person, the queen herself is that's running around the parks. When I say now I mean like a couple months ago. Just the best. This person is amazing the banter is amazing kidnapping children to go to the dungeon it's hilarious and i need to find these videos because she is the best evil queen i've seen so far and she's my favorite character now
1: there have been there have been some wonderful footage of the wicked queen from snow white and i am just it's it's amazing to me because she doesn't come up and she doesn't purposefully scare kids or anything like that. I mean, none of, none of the villain characters do that. If anything, they're like, I will tolerate you. And it, it just looking looking at the way they they interface with kids is just absolutely amazing for characters that are genuinely scary. Like I'm sure many a therapist has heard people of all ages talk about, okay, the first time I saw the, the Wicked Queen from Snow White transform... Completely ruined my life, you know. But the fact that you can meet her in the park and she is just, she's amazing. She's on. That is, yeah. She is. She is. She is a queen. Uh,
0: What do you watch any Disney park vlogs? Like, uh, there's one called um, the Family Haynes blog with their daughter Malia who has alopecia. I don't think I've seen
2: that one. Never seen that one.
0: This one is the most adorable one because she will hug the queen and she will almost break character and it is amazing because she's just so adorable and then after the whole hugs and stuff the way they interact it's like oh she's like oh this is how she should have treated snow white yeah you, you know if she didn't hate snow white but
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's amazing <laughs> i will get that uh link dump ready for you
1: awesome
2: finally found the picture it's a picture of me and a uh, Mexican pavilion, Donald, just, we're just jamming out. We're just dancing.
1: Oh, I love it. Oh, that's great. Have fun. Uh, I'm really excited that people will be able to also see these photos. Yes. <laughs> these are so wonderful. And we have these a place. So we have
2: our Twitter to share all these amazing photos.
1: To share them all with, yeah. And I, I'm really excited. I know this is slightly off topic, but this is actually, I, I think... Maybe the audience will also get kind of excited about this, too, is I started making folders of uh, my personal Disneyland photos, the years that I want to also push onto social media and put in LinkedIn. So I'm really excited to be going through all of those and realizing the changes just between 1999 to 2008 and then from 2008 onward. Uh, looking at the progression of photos has been a lot of fun.
2: Oh yeah. That was me this <laughs> week looking at photos from the 2005 trip to Disney World and it, oh there were some good memories.
1: Oh, that is so exciting. My my favorite character It's it's hard to say because I don't I don't normally go character hunting. Uh, We did when, when we took our first family trip in 1999, we did go character hunting, but that was before, you know, that was before smartphones. So you just, you had to, you had to walk around the property specifically looking like it was, it was a true treasure hunt. Um, And then these days, you know, yeah, you can track them by app, you know, because they, you know, they put a little they put a little tracker on Chip and Dale, and you can see them in real time. <laughs> Chipmunk tracker 2020.
0: Cast members will allude to be like, oh, I think some rats are outside the Snow White ride right now. Hint, yeah. Hint. Yeah.
1: I love it when they do that too. Um, but I I have to say that that my favorite character that I have met um, of all time. Is I know this is no surprise to anyone, but it is Stitch, <laughs> and and the big reason it's Stitch is because Stitch does his good phase and his bad phase, and um, I met him in a more controlled area. It was a it was the Paradise Pier character breakfast, and it was basically it was Donald, Daisy, Lilo, Stitch, and I think Minnie, which was which was all a very interesting like amalgamation of characters and stitch went to you know they all go to every table and they interact with you a bit and they you know try to steal your food and all this other wonderful stuff and stitch stitch saw that my button said uh recently married because we were there for our honeymoon and he kept trying to take me away from the table he's like yeah basically basically showing me oh you're mine now no you this man over here is no good for you. We'll go and get married." And it was so funny. And the entire time, Chris kept saying, oh, don't do that. You have no idea what you're in for, buddy. She really likes you. <laughs> she might like you more than me. Um, and what was great was that that was even his good phase. That's the, that's the funny bit. He was mischievous and great. And then when he decided to go into bad phase, instead of making the, the kissy noise, uh he would make the raspberry noise the <laughs> and he'd go up behind he'd go up behind people if they were wearing hoodies he'd put the hoodie over their head and walk away you know, he'd pout he'd like pretend to like kick rocks and pout and either Lilo or Daisy would come over and just kind of lighten his mood a bit and I, and i i know that we should probably put a disclaimer because i know that we're going to go in and out of referring to them as characters and referring to them as performers. We're not trying to break magic, but we're also really excited. So I know that I'm going to falter on saying that. Um, But whoever performs Stitch, whoever did it then, whoever does it now, I love and appreciate every single one of you because like the improv skills and the way everything, like everything is projected is just absolutely wonderful. And I don't, again, I don't go character hunting, but I have sat down in Main Street just to watch, like, the Fab Five do their thing. To watch Mickey interact with people and Goofy interact with people. And it's absolutely astonishing. Uh, But I think who really takes the cake is Stitch. Just absolutely. And the close, the very close second are Chip and Dale, because... That's a, that's a, that's a double act that it's, it's hard to ignore.
2: (laughs) Oh yeah. That's
1: That's a double double act act that's hard to ignore. ignore. But But I don't know about about you guys. guys. I I haven't haven't met met all all of the possible characters in the parks. Um, Not only because, you know, like I, I haven't gone to that many special events. I haven't, um, like I'm not an AP uh, and I, Don't get to go as often. I go often, but I don't get to go as often as I like. I mean, who does, right? (laughs) Yeah. Um. So my question, and this is a little off notes, but it's on topic, is who, what favorite character of yours have you yet to meet in the park? So go ahead, Ricky.
2: Uh, you go ahead, Chris. I need time to think.
1: (laughs) Yeah, same. I don't know who I
0: (laughs) haven't. I mean. Uh, I always miss um, Doctor Facilier.
1: Really? Dr. Facilier.
0: Yeah, because most of the time when I'm there, I mean, like, I I've seen him, but it's too long of a line to like interact with him, hmm. and I only see him in his designated meet and greet spots. So like, I never actually got to talk to him, but then Maybe I've something. seen him less. I've seen him less mm-hmm. like after. Like in the past couple years, I haven't seen him that many times. But I, I have yet to meet him. Um I don't know. What what other rare characters are there? Or what uh I mean Jack and Sally Sally I've met once. Um I, I don't know. I gotta think about this one.
1: Well I, I know I know it's kinda that's that's a weird one to ask you, especially since you've you've got you've got the insider outlook. And <laughs> I I didn't even think about how difficult that would be of a question to be asking you. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> so, I, I
0: see rare characters more uh, during uh, during busy hours when they're like, it's too busy. Send out the rares. Oh, oh wow. Because wow. yeah, like, it's like, yeah, it's busy. We need to keep people distracted from waiting 45 minutes to go on to Peter Pan. We're going to mm-hmm. send more characters out. Release the rats! <laughs>
2: <laughs> so I have an answer. It's What's a character at? who I wish was still around at the Disney parks and who I would love to meet.
1: Mm-hmm. Roger Rabbit. Because oh. uh,
2: going that back to something right. I mentioned in the first episode, watching those Disney sing along video VHSs, and it was your, it was Mickey, Donald, Goofy mini pluto there's all those characters and roger rabbit he was just there hanging out with everybody and seeing those videos i was like who's this rabbit guy and then finally watching who framed roger rabbit i just love that movie and love that character and it would have been abs. it was before my time and i would love to meet roger rabbit
1: that would be fantastic because yeah i i love roger rabbit as well i it's one of my favorite movies of all time uh when it when it premiered in theaters uh my parents actually went to go take me to go see it in the theaters three times and i just absolutely loved that movie here fun little bit though i couldn't see judge june's big reveal i could not actually sit and watch it with my own eyes without closing my eyes and plugging my ears until I was in my mid 20s. It's freaky. It really is. It's freaky. Yeah. Uh, Christopher, Christopher Lloyd, Lloyd is, with those cartoon <laughs>
2: eyes just popping out at you.
1: And, <laughs> and yeah, I it wasn't until I was in my mid 20s that I actually sat down and watched that part. And now I feel, I feel better, but yeah, it like, I would love to meet Roger Rabbit too. I'm, a, I'm in the same boat. Yeah. Roger is, is one of those characters. Like he has a ride dedicated to him. He has a land almost dedicated to him. And You know, I understand that it's probably, I I heard rumor that a lot of it is licensing issue because it's, Roger's not a strictly Disney character. He's also owned by Amblin. Um, So I can understand, you know, maybe that gets a little weird and dicey, but I hear that he comes out for special events. But I don't, I don't know because I don't get to go to a lot of special, special events. But the, uh, I think the character that I would love to meet in the parks, but I still haven't yet. Uh, that one's that one's a hard one because I think I think Roger's a good example. Um, let me see. Sorry, now it's going to take me a moment. No, you know what? I'm going to stick with Roger as well. Honestly, no, yeah, seriously, because like Roger is. <laughs> Roger has such a cool design. He's such a, he's such an anomaly. Like that movie is not a family movie. I mean, it can be if you know your kids well enough, but I mean, it's not a family movie, but it is such a groundbreaking movie. And Roger is this combination of different kind of cartoon hero styles. He's got a lot of bugs in him he's got a little bit of mickey in him he's got a lot of tom and jerry in him you know you can you can really you could throw a bunch of cartoon characters at him and he's got something like absolutely in common with them and i i really like that about roger um but another one that comes to mind um and we saw we saw one of these characters at um boogie boogie bash last year um, I would love to see I would love to see more Robin Hood characters cuz we saw the Sher- sheriff of Nottingham and Prince John walk by and basically Chris and I at 40 years old started squealing like fangirls. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, but we didn't but we but like Robin Hood wasn't there, Meg Mary- Marion wasn't there. I know that there's been like a Friar Tuck. It would be neat to see the cast of robin hood makes some sort of appearance i think that'd be cool
2: that would be cool
0: i heard uh i heard that um they're more common in could be wrong, wrong. i could be wrong um mm-hmm. i did figure out an actual character that i haven't seen in a long time and that's the white rabbit from alice in wonderland and that, <laughs> that little guy hopping around but i wanted to go back to oogie boogie's bash because mm-hmm. the Uh, I forgot what it was called. Kingdom Hearts costumes.
1: They were they were there. Yeah, they were there, and I just I didn't get in line to see them, but I stood across the street because they were they were in front of the um, the waterfall, there at California Adventure, um, right across the way from where Bugs Land used to be, where, you know, Stark Enterprises is taking over, and. I just stood there and I watched and Chris and Dan were like, hey, do you want to get in line? I'm like, that line is going all the way to Little Mermaid.
0: I wish Um, that Oh, I wish I was there to see that. Yeah, that Uh would be cool.
1: Him and Goofy, I mean, they weren't there together. They were doing it individually, but I saw both and they both, like, Goofy had a shield. Donald had his, his, uh, his magic wand or his staff or whatever you want to call it. Oh my god. Like, I, I knew how rare that was. I knew that because if you go back and you look at, um, I think it's, well, I really hope I'm right about this. I think Disney Dan did a video about the Kingdom Hearts characters and where you see them.
0: I'm on his YouTube channel right now because I had to link dump the Disney <laughs> new single. And
1: if, and if I'm wrong, if I'm wrong, we'll make sure that we edit that out. <laughs> We'll still, I mean, we'll still link Disney Dan because that that man just, what I, his laugh is so infectious. Yeah, he's he's so wonderful. Um, but weirdly enough, we can actually segue that into. I'm just going to do a little bit of uh, creative jumbling here. We can actually segue into favorite park festivals and parties, such as boogie boogie, boogie boogie, 80s night, AP special events. Uh, not so scary Halloween. I mean, That's, yeah, let's so, do it. Yeah, so uh, I'm I, I keep doing the same order. I hope you guys don't mind, Ricky. What is your favorite festival slash party at the Disney parks?
2: Uh, well, uh, my favorite one that used to be my favorite was Star Wars weekends back in the day. Uh, Star Wars weekends Ooh. was this annual event at Disney Hollywood Studios from 2000 to 2015 and that was such a great event because all the characters were all dressed up you had Jedi Knight Mickey you had Darth Vader Goofy and then you also had all the Star Wars characters dressed up Uh, uh, Star Wars characters like Mace Windu and Kit Fisto Darth Vader your store and your stormtroopers tro- and, storm and everybody and then each weekend had their own celebrity guests that would come in and they would do like their own shows and like actual panels at star at Disney and it was kind of like a, each weekend was kind of like a mini convention in Holy it was inside Disney Hollywood Studios and uh you had James Arnold Taylor the voice of obi-wan Kenobi in the more recent years he was the host while well, ash he was the host of the main stage and the host of star wars weekends and he would host all the celebrity panels he would do his one man talk show where he did all his character voices and then around that time too, it was around the same time as Star Wars The Clone Wars, and you had a- Ashley Eckstein. She, voiced, she voices Ahsoka Tano, and she did the behind the scenes stage where they showed all like previews for Clone Wars and the upcoming season. And I love it because I'm just a massive Star Wars fan, and 2015 was the last year that they did it and then now and then they started doing the construction for Galaxy's Edge and hopefully now that Galaxy's Edge is mostly done construct is out and about hopefully Star Wars weekends would make a comeback one day I would love that for that to happen My current event that I would really want to go to now is uh, like what we talked about last episode Dapper Day and just going to the Disney park just dressing up super fancy I think that would be a lot of fun
0: Ah, uh, I'm gonna actually interject with your uh, Star Wars weekends. Do you remember the talking with the stars or yes saga Star yeah. of the saga yes and the pre-show with the stormtroopers always reminded me of Red versus Blue with their all their banter. Oh my god!
2: Oh my <laughs> gosh! You're I I'm just putting those two and two together. Oh my god! You're so
0: like right. one of them legit sounds like donut.
1: Holy Moses! Oh my you god. You need to I watch this that. video.
0: You need to watch you know this video after we're done recording cuz yes. it is amazing.
1: That's actually something that we haven't talked about is how the three of us know each other. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for mentioning Red versus Blue. So the reason the three of us know each other is because we are all part of the Rooster Teeth community and Rooster Teeth of course are the creators of Red versus Blue, which is the longest running sci-fi show pretty much in history. And it predates YouTube. It is all online. You can you can also catch it. I think it's still on Netflix. Um, but yeah, we're all we're all denizens of Roosterteeth.com. We all work RTX together, that that whole wonderful thing. So the, the fact that that you've got kind of this red versus blue slash troopers thing going on, that that sounds absolutely intriguing. I cannot wait to see this footage.
0: You need to watch all cause they've they've been doing this every year since uh Twenty ten, I think?
2: Yep, I think they uh, twenty ten the was those bits? years where the pre show bit uh Star Wars weekends actually stopped in twenty fifteen. Twenty fifteen was the last yeah. year for Star Wars weekends.
0: Yeah, the one I linked is the 2015 one, and then it goes all the way back. And it's the same set so of stormtroopers, one of them sounds like Donut. And then each year the guy that I think it's still Donut character ends up like binding it somehow before the show starts. It's it's amazing. Like just watching that alone is worth waiting for the actual interview show with James Arnold Taylor. And then, Oh, what was the other one? The hyperspace hoopla. Oh my God.
2: The hyperspace hoopla.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, please enlighten me. I so want to know. I so need to know about this.
0: It is a, uh, it's a dance party where um, professional dancers dressed up. Well, Star Wars characters dancing on stage, and if you haven't seen Darth Vader ripping it to Michael beat it by Michael Jackson, you have oh not lived. Oh my lit. god,
2: it's the greatest now, thing ever.
1: And the, the hosts of Hyperspace Hoopla
2: were also hoot. They were just ripping off of each other. It was hilarious.
1: So now I understand where all those GIFs are coming from. Yes.
2: All those gifts, <laughs> okay. of Star Wars all characters dancing Wars are usually so from bet. Hyperspace Hoopla. Oh
1: my god. So now I'm super... Like, I am so grateful for the internet that that people had recorded a lot of the stuff and we get to see it. But gosh, oh, it would have been great to see that live. <laughs> yeah, it was.
0: Uh, the one joke from Hyperspace Hoopla is, but Kit Fisto showed up. Yeah, we get it. He never shows up.
2: <laughs> and like Kit Fisto is the coolest Jedi. <laughs> Oh, we could oh, for the, we can go into it for the Star Wars episode. Dan horse. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. We'll I, I cannot wait. Yeah, I'm I'm I would I'm so glad that we're we're not talking about Galaxy's Edge until we get Dan on here because I think, yeah, I'm Dan also has a great first first Disneyland experience story that I I'm gonna try and beg him to share, but that has to do with Star Tours. But anyway.
0: But that uh, was my first Disney World experience. Was Star Wars weekends?
1: Wow! Oh wow! That's awesome. Yeah, I
0: met I met uh, the kid who played Boba Fett in uh,
2: Daniel Logan.
0: Yep. That and I
2: was like, that guy's awesome.
0: Celebrity he's, he's, boy he's crush. He's super
2: right cool.
1: there. I've tried to meet James Arnold Taylor, um, a couple of times, but like, if uh, he's he, like, either he was uh, double booked for a con or something like that. Uh, because I love, I love voice actors so much. And James Arnold Taylor does such a wonderful job. And one of the things that I love about James Arnold Taylor is uh, in the documentary uh, produced by John DiMaggio, who is also another voice actor, does a voice of Bender from Futurama and Jake the Dog from Adventure Time and so on. And, so and on Marcus and so
2: Phoenix from Gears of War. And Marcus
1: War. Phoenix. <laughs> I was, I was I was John's PA for Rose City Comic Con and to have him sit there and argue with himself as Jake Bender, Marcus Phoenix and schnitzel from uh, Chowder was magic. But um, yeah, so in uh, in his documentary, I Know That Voice, James Arnold Taylor tells a story about how he went to audition for Fred Flintstone. And so you look at James Arnold Taylor and you're like, no, you can't do Fred Flintstone. And that dude opens his mouth. Because you're like, no, he's Obi-Wan Kenobi. Like, he's soft and he's gentle. And then he rips into Fred Flintstone, and it will knock your socks off. It will absolutely knock your socks off.
2: I would highly recommend checking out his YouTube channel, as well as the talk, as well as the one-man show that he did during Star Wars Weekends.
1: We will definitely put that in the link dump. Because, oh, heck yeah. Heck yeah. So you, you, love, you love the Star Wars Weekends. Mm-hmm.
2: And then, if uh, an event that I would love to go to is uh, Dapper Day and just dressing up super fancy
0: and going uh, to Disney, I mean, technically, it's yeah. an official Disney event. Right. Of, uh, but, but no, but no, because, I, I get it. it
1: yeah, but because they kind of welcome it in, I mean, it's like it's like Bats Day isn't isn't technically official, but Disney will be like, "Hey, let's make macarons in the shape of bats." Wink. You know, Gay Days was never official, but Disney would do something, you know? So, yeah. I, I, I get what you mean. Yeah.
0: Um, One of my and My favorite days was uh, when Batson Park and Dapper Day were scheduled on the same day, and all the people dressed regularly, all the non-in-it guests were like, what the heck is going on here? We got gots and a time machine going on here. And I... We got many different looks because uh, my group had uh, one for each. I was Dapper Day. My best friend, Ashley, was uh, Batson Park. And everyone was confused, even I. I was (laughs) like, oh, this is horrible scheduling, but it's great.
1: Oh, but I, like, just imagine, like, how wonderful all of the photos would be because, like, I know I'm the kind of person who'd be like, if I was dressed as one... As one particular theme, I want somebody from the other theme, like, we have got to get a huge group photo.
0: I'm trying to find my old pictures. Like, I only found my, my old Disney Pass uh, pictures from when I was with my family. But yeah, it it was an awesome day. This was like five, six years ago. And, oh my god, it was, it was hilarious. Like, all the other people were like, why is everyone dressed up? It's like, oh, it's Dapper Day. Oh, well, why are they dressed up in goths stuff. It's like, oh, that's just them. But also just it's Park Day.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and so, and you were talking about how Star Wars was also your favorite, TK?
0: Oh, no, I was just saying that that was uh, I just wanted to talk about the Red versus Blue uh, Just how awesome that was. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all of the After Dark events just because of how how limited the tickets are mm-hmm. uh the last one i did was sweetheart's night and that's the one where um oh i'm not sure if i can say it. i'll say the joke and then we can censor it later if uh we, if we need to um i was dressed up as peter pan and my uh girlfriend at the time was uh dressed up as um, captain hook and so all of our friends were like hey it's captain hooker and peter pan sexual." And I gotta find these pictures for you. So you
2: can... <laughs> we can leave that joke. Yeah. In. I think that will be okay.
0: All right.
1: Yeah. I, mean, I didn't know how we...
0: muted we would be with that, but
1: yeah. And 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 know that that this is coming from. That this is all coming from love, and we're not making fun of any of that. That is. <laughs> that is that was that was not a that was not a a bad joke. It was. It was. It was. <laughs> it was a pun. That was a funny pun. Yeah, it was, pun. It, it
0: was a pun. That's what we're doing. Yeah. And that's what uh <laughs> that was a sweetheart's night at uh, Disney After Dark and there's like nobody there. Or there are obviously people there. But like the lines are short. Uh you can you can walk on to indie, you can walk on to uh, jungle cruise. All the mountain rides. It's all the after dark events. Like even though it's a limited run and it's a little bit more than the general ticket price. I believe how much are ticket prices now? I think they're like one one twenty one forty for a single park single day. It's about the same price uh for the after dark events like Star Wars after Dark, um sweethearts Night, Throwback Night. Throwback Night was also weird and trippy, same thing with eighties and nineties because they bring out the costumes from that decade like you will see what. Mick, what Mickey looked like in the uh, park?
1: Do I, Donald Duck, just staring into your soul?
0: It was <laughs> trippy.
1: I heard, I heard that the last '80s night they did, they brought back Videopolis. Yup, that they did. Oh wait, I'm trying to.
0: They also wait, brought,
1: brought
2: out uh, uh, to... the original Captain Rex from Star Tours. Oh, yeah. My gosh! And then you could take pictures with Captain Rex.
0: I oh, yeah. all it... the... Like, the photo ops had longer lines than the actual attractions, and that's why I liked it. Like, I'll still wait in line for the photo ops because those are, like, rare pieces of history that you won't be able to see after that night unless they have that After Dark event later yeah. in the future. But, like, yeah, it's a, it's an interesting dynamic because there's no Fast Passes. Fast mm-hmm. passes disabled for the event because of how limited it is. And
1: right. you just have
0: the whole park to yourself at night. I'm like, wow. This Gosh. is crazy. I'm just looping all the all the after darks together.
1: No, and I no, I think I think that I think that's absolutely fair. the the only The only festival slash party I have been to is not so scary Halloween, and and I guess you can count them as two separate parties because they do happen in two separate parks and they have two separate themes. But I've gone to the not so scary Halloween party twice. Um, and I, and we went and did Oogie Boogie, is it called Oogie Boogie Bash? Something like that. Uh, did the Oogie Boogie just last year. And, uh, from what I understand, it was, it is the same as Not So Scary Scary Halloween Party, except it's Oogie Boogie themed. And it happens in California Adventure as opposed to Disneyland. Disneyland had just opened up Galaxy's Edge like a couple months before, and I don't blame them, there was going to be no way they were gonna close that down for a special party that early in the year, I totally get that. Especially right after Galaxy's Edge opens and everybody wants to ride the Millennium Falcon. Um, but I've been able to do both parties and I love Halloween, I think Halloween is absolutely wonderful. I love the way Disney handles Halloween. It's it's that adorable, um, it's, it's like, it's Haunted Mansion at night. Out in the park because, yeah, you're gonna go party with the ghosts. The ghosts aren't gonna kill you; they pose no threat as long as you're not mean and terrible. Everyone's gonna come out, have a great party. The villains are gonna dance with you. You know they're gonna play the bare naked ladies version of Grim Grin and Ghosts on like at Main Street, and it's just it's absolutely wonderful. Disney is not stingy with the candy, let me tell you right now. Yeah, you get free candy.
2: And, oh, free candy is always a good thing.
1: They they had put a, for, for Not So Scary Halloween Party at Disneyland, they had actually put out fog machines over the rivers of America. And so when the Dapper Dance came by on... on um, the gondola? Yeah, on the gondola. And at one point, I remember them being on one of the... Uh, Tom Sawyer rafts as well, but they'd go by and they'd sing. And you, you know that the rivers of America are there, but you can't see them. And it is the coolest looking thing. Um, Oogie Boogie Bash was amazing because I had never seen a walk around Oogie Boogie character before, um, and the way they did up all of California Adventure for Halloween was absolutely mind blowing. I I loved it. I we had seen the we had seen the headless horseman before. Cars Land for Halloween is fantastic. Um, Just I was I was absolutely floored and I was kind of sad that that it didn't last longer because there was so much to look at. There was absolutely so much to look at. So it was anything where families get to get together and dress up funny to have a good time after hours. I totally dig because everybody was so happy to be there. Everybody was just having a great time. Um, the kids were being treated wonderfully well. I mean, that's no shock, but I feel like for a party that happens after hours and for a party that is centered on something that's supposed to be spooky, um, it wasn't horribly delicate where adults would be bored, but it was, it was fun enough for everyone to enjoy. And I just, I, that warms my heart. I absolutely love not so scary slash oogie boogie, whatever you want to call it. (laughs) So yeah, I. One of these nights, I would love, or one of these times, if they ever do it again, I would love to do '80s or '90s night, because that is a that is a section of Disneyland that I never, you know, I never got to to experience. I only got to experience in picture books, and um, you know, uh, living vicariously through uh, cousins and aunts and uncles who went during that time, but I didn't, you know. <laughs> and I
2: think those are like. 80s nights those are events that are over in Disneyland. Uh I don't think Disney yeah. World has an 80s night or not nothing of that I can recall of. They they it might be a thing and I'm just forgetting about it, but
0: so like... th- these are all uh specific themes for their after dark events. Yes. So um like there'll be like one or two. I mean there were f- four scheduled for this year before this whole uh mess yeah. And uh I don't think they announced the yes, they did announce the themes. One of them was like a villain's night, mm-hmm. which I was really hoping to go to. There were like one or two um Marvel nights. I don't think they had any like throwback nights set up for this uh for this year, but yeah, it's it's like a not a once in a lifetime thing where but they'll be like, hey, Uh, we're going to, this night is going to be 90s night. Yes. And this time next year, it's probably going to be throwback night or, uh, sweetheart's night or whatever. Mm -hmm.
2: I am currently on the Disney World site and the themed nights that they had this so far this year were an extra dash of pixie dust night, which I think we're just, and now you get an extra three hours in the park at whatever park. And also Disney villains after hours, where it's Ooh. I think it's similar to it's similar to not so scary and Oogie Boogie, where you just hang out with all the Disney villains and they do a special Disney villain show and food and stuff after dark, which looks pretty cool. That, which looks like, you pretty say cool three
0: extra. Yep, three so you hours. Said three extra hours. Yep. Wow, because um, I think with after dark, they start kicking out um the regular daytime guests around six o'clock mm-hmm. and then from six to 1am is the separate ticketed event yep. yeah for after dark and it's just funny watching like the mad hatter like imposters you're not welcome here uh-huh. Go away.
2: it is uh yep uh three hours 10 p.m to 1 a.m oh damn like nights and because in the florida parks they don't close till like nine p.m. on a, on the a, on the normal day, so they give it an extra <laughs> little bit, and then it's the special night.
1: Good deal. I love the idea of three extra hours. I could I'm the kind of person who could do Disney open to close, no problem. My feet, my feet might have something to say about that, but you know, whatever. They're just feet.
2: I have done those days.
1: Dance- <laughs> before,
2: especially for when Rise of the Resistant came out and doing the whole virtual check in and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And virtual boarding pass and having to be there at open and then you just end up staying till close. those fourteen hour days they're exhausting by the end of it, but they're Yep. They're really they're really fun.
0: <laughs> they're worth it. like I think it's worth it. It the is my it, it Have fun. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Exactly.
0: Uh, what else was there? There's like also the marathon days where like technically the parks are not open yet, but you're running through it. Uh, right. I've only done one half marathon because I cannot run that long. Uh, <laughs> I am very bad at that. Uh, but I'm training cause I really want to do a full Disney marathon. And mm-hmm. then there's also those, Um, they haven't done it in a long time and I'm really sad about it, but the 24 hour Disney day.
1: Yeah. I, I remember watching, um, like Justin scar do like hey we're doing 24 hours in disneyland and there's there's always that part of me that's like oh my god living the dream and then my feet and my knees remind me about how horribly out of shape i am and i mean (laughs) 20 being at being at the rooster teeth office for extra life for 27 hours yeah
2: i was thinking was enough as well (laughs) like just imagine extra life but at disney
1: but at Disney, and but, but you get to do a little more, you know, but yeah, just. You I, just need to
0: know where you need to take the naps. You need, you take the naps on the Disneyland Railroad and the People Mover. And well, the,
1: people, the People Mover. Oh, <laughs> we don't have a People Mover at Disneyland.
0: <laughs> no, my dad told me about People Mover. It's like, yeah, whenever uh, you kids are like going on Space Mountain or whatever, uh, me and your mom are on People Mover taking a nap. I'm like,
2: what? People Mover is a good time for a nap. <laughs>
1: I love that. Well, and (laughs) somebody—if they haven't already—there should be a video out there that's like, "Hey, best place to naps in Disney."
0: I'm looking. I'm sure. I'm sure
1: somebody has something. Someone
0: has to. Mm -hmm.
1: So while you're looking that up, while you're looking that up, the next, the next item on our list, and like, I'm sorry, I'm all excited about. Oh my god! Like, what other parties are we going to do for Disney, and what can we plan for? But our next topic is favorite cast member moment. Now, uh TK, you don't have to necessarily answer as a cast member. You can answer as a guest or you can ans- answer as a cast member. That is up to you. But um Ricky, you go first, hun. What uh what's your favorite cast member moment?
2: So, I've already told you the story about mm-hmm. the fa- my favorite cast member moment and I don't yeah. I don't know if I should say it now or take a rain check and save it for that galaxy, Galaxy's Edge themed episode.
0: I think we should save it for Galaxy's Edge. Because no. it
2: ties in pretty
1: well. So then, yeah, and you know what? That's a really good point because that's, that's actually one of my favorite cast member moments as well. So uh, then your second favorite cast member moment. <laughs> your non-Star Wars cast member moment. I gotta
2: think about it. Still, it's <laughs> like, you're just sending us with those questions, and it's I like well, I knew I, knew I know the topics, but it's just like just taking back and thinking about it. And it's just...
1: hey, no worries, no worries. So we'll you go ahead and, and put a pin in that. Uh, TK, do you have one? Do you do you have something on board?
0: Yeah, I do. Um, the, well, I'm gonna do mine because the one that's not mine is also Galaxy's Edge related.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: So, uh, the one mine, mine was, uh haunted mansion um i was uh doing loading for doom buggies and there was this kid who was just not having it the stretching room scared the living lights out of this kid and i was like well what you could do is you could close your eyes and just listen to your parents getting scared at everything forcing the parents to act all scared at everything and the kid was like okay i'll try that so like he sucks in his uh snot uh wipes (laughs) off tears and try and like we help him onto the doom buggy because he closed his eyes while we were on the conveyor and uh like the minute the lap bar closes the dad's like oh my god that scared me and the kid starts like giggling a little bit and then um i got um moved to unloading and i had to bump out that person for the day and i unloaded the kid and the kid was like wow that was fun my dad got scared of everything like he was so excited that i was like he's like wow you must be braver than your dad's like yeah <laughs> like, uh, and that was my favorite magical moment
1: oh i love that <laughs> I There's love the another one where there there are those moments where kids will become super empowered and be like i got this
0: <laughs> yep and my favorite part about that is uh even though you're the one like trying to comfort it, you put most of the power on the parent mm. because they're the ones who have to act scared throughout the ride now, and yeah. you're just like giving them the prompt there isn't like uh this isn't a proud moment for me, but there is <laughs> a there was one where uh being Mickey's character attendant uh we had uh Mickey needed to take his uh break and this kid was just... He was sad. Yeah. And the parents were livid. It's like, what are we going to do? We're, we're next. What's going on? I was like, because not breaking magic or anything, he, Mickey's going back to get cheese and coming back out in, like, what, five minutes? Yeah. Not even. Yeah. And so I'm like, wow, okay. Well, Mickey, uh, at that time, it actually happened to be uh, 15 or 20 because... Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a parade about to start and I was like well Mickey's going to be at this spot in 20 minutes and you could be the first in line if your dad will let you (laughs) (laughs) because like dad was being a jerk but the kid I felt so bad for him but you know I had to punish the parents for being mean to me and so like you put the burden on the parent
1: you put the onus on the parents yeah i yeah i mean and i would say with the three of us also working uh, conventions we you know we've we've had moments like that too where we're like you need to kind of put it my magic powers can only go so far you've got it you've got to step up some of your magic mom and dad you know i have it's amazing i've seen kids i have seen kids i'm not kidding like standing in line for whatever and parents who who they need a nap more than the kids do and the parents are like god i can't believe we're waiting i can't believe we're waiting no 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 and this was the, I, we were waiting in line i will never forget this we were waiting in line for indiana jones i've seen some magical stuff go down in indiana jones but we were waiting in indiana jones and this this uh the dad and the mom were just like god this cue goes on forever i am so bored like, when are we going to get there? And their their little girl could not have been more than nine years old. Tugs at mom and said, mom, sometimes we have to wait and waiting is hard. Oh, <laughs> that's so sweet. So not only was I like, oh my God, kid, you are amazing. You could hear my jaw hit the ground. Like Chris and I looked at each other. We're like, like quietly, we're going, oh snap. You know? <laughs> But yeah, I, I like that. The the onus you like, yes, I, I can carry the magic up until this point. Mom, dad, it's your turn. I, I I get that. You know, I get that. I think my favorite cast member moment was um I first of all, I love cast members so much. This is my this is my moment to be able to gush about this. I love cast members so much. And no matter what you do at the parks, at the resorts. If you are a cast member, I absolutely love you. I think you're amazing. I think you're wonderful. I You could be sweeping the bathroom. You could be making my candy apple. You could be, you could be quote unquote friends with Cinderella. I, all of the above. I love you and I appreciate you like a hundred percent. And Disney really made, those cast members really, really made magic happen when Chris and I, we were wearing our honeymoon buttons. and everybody was genuine and whether whether they truly were genuine or they were great actors either or made me happy everyone who saw that button who was a cast member said congratulations and they were so enthusiastic about it and i mean there were some wonderful perks that came with the button i mean they did not have to do that they did not have to give us front row seats for certain things they didn't have to go you know hey you guys are honeymooners, let's bring you up to the front of the line and knowing that that's not guaranteed with the button but we got those cute little opportunities, that was really something. and because we you know we're we're both from Seattle area. so of course we're wearing flannels. We wore the same flannels the next day to, to uh, Universal Studios because we did a date Universal in like three days at Disney and we just happened to be wearing those buttons there and even the people at Universal were saying congratulations. And it was it was really, really something. And so when we got back to Disney, I actually mentioned it to somebody at Main Street. I always go to Main Street. I always tell them all the good, wonderful things that I experienced at Disney. And I happen to mention to them, I'm like, yeah, by the way, we happen to wear these just on accident to Universal. And they were just they were just as sweet. And the lady who was there at Main Street was like, I love to hear that. That she goes, she goes, I know that we're all in competition and everything. She goes, But that is so cool because if anybody else comes in with a button from like Knott's Berry saying, hey, it's my birthday, we do the same thing. We still wish them a happy birthday or we happy anniversary or whatever. And that just, that felt so genuine. It wasn't like walking into a shop and, you know, and I can say this because I've worked retail and that, hi, how are you today? You know? How is your day going? Conversation, conversation. It never feels like that at Disney. Like people are genuinely like they're genuinely interested in how you're doing. They don't want your life story. Nobody has time for that, and that's okay. But it's it's very it's very personable and in a world that is so just packed with instant gratification and and you know the customer is always right and everything like that. I never feel like I'm being patronized at Disneyland. I feel like it's all very genuine and I love that and I appreciate that. So
0: saying it because I'm biased towards Disney in any way, but I live (laughs) for those buttons and it's just a knee jerk reaction now. Like even though I don't work for the mouse anymore, Mm -hmm. every time I see a button, it's congratulations, happy birthday. And we actually do, if you have a, Uh, I'm celebrating button we actually Mm -hmm. read what you're celebrating it's not something that it's not something that you can just write on like hey I'm celebrating like there was a kid who is his twin sisters were having birthdays and so they had their birthday buttons I'm like happy birthday princesses and then there's this kids like I'm celebrating their birthday I'm like you're a good man you're gonna grow up to be a real strong prince one day and it's like I hope I am I'm stuck here with my sisters on their birthday. Well, hang on. And then this was before uh this was before uh uh Max Pass and Fast Passes were on the tickets. Uh, it's like, hang on. Take this to uh the person up at um Small World, I'll let you they'll let you on.
1: Nice. It's like Good luck, kid. I'm like, ah oh, hey. <laughs> Yeah, I, I love I love those moments. I think I think those are absolutely wonderful and they're there, there's something that you don't, you know, it's not, it's not in the package when you order the vacation, you know, like it doesn't, it doesn't say, Hey, this is what the cast members do. You know, you don't actually have, there's not really a public list about that kind of thing, but the fact that it's this wonderful, it's this wonderful moment where you can tell all of your friends, Hey, you go to, I know you don't get them at city hall anymore, but wherever you get the buttons, Hey, make sure you get a button because people will pay attention to you essentially and the good kind of attention you know and i just i love that disney has that going for them that when you show up and you're wearing that button there's just kind of an extra special bit of magic to it boy we should have a drinking game how many times do we say magic every time you say magic take a swig of tequila for for mexican pavilion donald
2: (laughs) yes that's (laughs) good callback
0: anytime Anytime they have to go the, or they don't have to go the extra mile. They don't have to do that. Like, sure, it's nice of us if we acknowledge whatever your button says, but we don't have to go the extra mile to make you feel magical. Take a shot, (laughs) and and stuff. It's just genuinely because it's nice, and I just love making people happy.
1: I, 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 and I love that. That's a freaking job. Like, to be like, yeah, I just want to, I want to be in a job that makes people happy. Like, you can actually get that job. (laughs) That's, that's incredible to me. That is. Technically. That really is. Technically,
0: if you're doing what you love, you're not working a day in your life.
1: Yeah, I think that's a bunch of horse (laughs) self, but. (laughs) Yeah, and i'm sorry i'm sorry we started with like of course you know we all just talk and talk and talk ricky have you been able to chime in about your
2: yes so uh, all well, you guys were i actually thought of mine so like okay. you mentioned earlier mary we the three of us we all met through the rooster teeth community and mm-hmm. i on the others other hobbies i help organize and do events for the Rooster Teeth the Rooster Teeth Florida community. And we have every so often we have Disney days where we go to the Disney park. Some somebody in the group hooks up with compasses and we all we go to Disney one of the parks or all the parks and we just hang out for the day at Disney. And <laughs> We're all usually wearing a Rooster T-shirts and merch, and it's what's fun is the seeing the cast members who are also Rooster Teeth fans, and they approach us and they—they're allowed to have that small little two to three-minute break, and they just talk. We're all there. We all love Disney, but. The d- cast member gets to talk about what else they're passionate about, and then in that, in this case, it would be Rooster Teeth. But it's just fun to, to show how those cast members are fans of everything else too, and they're just people, and they get excited and happy and mm-hmm. about everything. And it's, it's and it's it's again that guest cast member relationship where you'll make you make me happy, and then I'll also make you happy as well, and. That's what I. That's what I enjoy.
1: I I love that. I I did have. I had a I had a moment with that. I was wearing a, a ruby uh, hoodie, and uh, somebody at Casper at California Adventure pointed and goes, "Oh my God, I love Ruby so much!" And I think I already know the answer to this, but. Where did you get that? And I said, Oh no, this is this is real Rooster Teeth merch. This wasn't, you know, Redbubble or Etsy. Yeah, you can get this at the Rooster Teeth webs- website. And She was like, oh, Thank you so much. Oh my god! Like, and she was so happy. And I love, I love that connection. And I love that that when when Disney folk are on duty, they can still be that real with you. You know, it's not. Exactly. There's not a complete. Yeah, there's immersion, but it's also. You know, it's 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 a good reality kind of immersion. It's not like going to a ren fair, you know, like somebody isn't going to sneak up and whisper, "Hey, don't tell the other pirates, but I like Ruby too," but I'm not allowed to talk about it because we're in character. Like the fact that, like when when we went for the first time, my brother had a shirt. Uh, he had he had this old uh pullover like a button down shirt that he had put a bunch of his favorite band patches on. So I had KISS, Nine Inch Nails, Metallica, um, because we're a pretty hard rocking family. Um, and when he met, when he went to go meet Cinderella, and Cinderella commented on his coat and said, you know, I might have actually heard of some of these names. These look very familiar. And she looked at my brother and winked. Remember one, my brother just went red. He was like, oh God, she was so cute. Yeah. Yeah. And number two, like he, he kept going with it. He didn't, you know, he knew that this person is, you know, that person does have a boundary, like a character does have a boundary, but like the handler could have been like, heck yeah, I saw Metallica in 1990 something and still be able to stack up that conversation as long as it's not taking up time or, or, you know, uh, delving into other people's wait time. But it was, it was really neat because you're still able to make that connection, but without, breaking any sort of magic but also within the confines of you know a mature reality because a 60 year old knows that Chip and Dale are two people working in a costume and they might have a hard time going hey that's Chip and Dale or oh my god those people must be just warm as hell in those things you know it's 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 keeping the, se- the separation without I don't know, without being too draconian about it, I don't know if that makes sense. I'm rambling now that I'm, makes
2: sense that I'm that totally starting, makes sense no, don't worry. I'm
1: starting to get more and more excited as we talk about more of these things, and so I try not to I try not to ramble, but you know, hey, you all can make fun of me for it later i'm I'm totally <laughs> yes so i'm gonna I'm gonna move on now that I've rambled and I'm totally part of the problem. Now I want to be part of the solution. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I, we might've, we, we mentioned in our first episode, we did mention like, we did mention food, like favorite drink and things like that. Um, But we're going to go, excuse me, we're going to extend it a little further. I'm so full of air from all this talking and gasping and being excited. Uh, So we're going to take it a step further. And we're going to talk about our favorite place to eat on the property so it could be it could be in the parks it could be at downtown disney or disney springs it could be inside one of the hotels like is there a place where when you go to the disney parks you're like we need to go to this restaurant and eat this thing i mean like my
0: my reaction would always be like yes we have to go to club 33 but we can't
2: (laughs) (laughs) One day. So, one day. I, if uh, we're in the lottery.
0: We're going. Please. I, I wanna go.
1: Oh, I know. I wanna go too. And like and finding out what all of what what Club thirty three finding out what that membership entail, entails. Because as a kid I thought that just meant, oh, you get to go to a fancy restaurant, big deal. Oh no. It's much more than that.
2: You're part much of the Illuminati.
1: Anyway, yeah, it's and the I was like, Illuminati. The Illuminati hook me up! But anyway, so, gentlemen, whoever wants to answer first, where is your favorite place to eat on the properties?
2: I'll go first, because I actually have <laughs> the answer right away!
1: <laughs> Someone did their homework! I did my homework
2: <laughs> for this question, and my favorite place to dine, at at least Walt Disney World, is at Hollywood Studios, and it's the Sci-Fi Dining Theater. And this this it's a restaurant you go inside and it's set to it's set as a drive-in your table your si- your table is basically a car and you and the car is in front of a screen that shows B, old B movie 50 sci-fi films and it Ooh. is great cuz it's great cuz you're just living in that like oh that old science fiction you're watching like Attack of the Giant Ant Monsters and all those ridiculous B-movie B-movie science fiction films like little clips and snippets and I think it's the only place in Disney where they show a cartoon that's not of a Disney character, it's a Tom and Jerry cartoon
1: ooh
2: It's the only place Northwest. where I've seen Tom and Jerry at Disney and it's just like, why is this here? But I guess it's a public domain one, the very old one. It's like a sci fi themed Tom and Jerry cartoon. So maybe that they're allowed to cool. use it. But I'll mm-hmm. post the link.
1: That is super cool.
2: And another place as well, which is similar atmosphere, is the at Hollywood Studios. It's the fifty it's the fifties Primetime Cafe and your table is that you're sat in, like, an old-fashioned 1950s kitchen, and you have, like, an old little TV screen showing 50s classics. But it's also best because the cast members who who serve there, uh, they're allowed to be a little bit snarky, and as if they, like, that 1950s snarkiness. <laughs> and some so, cast yeah. members just go all the way with it.
1: I'll be darn. I love the sound of this theme restaurant.
0: We're at the wrong coast, Mary. We need to go over <laughs> to. <laughs> uh,
1: I know we need to do, we need to do this weird exchange student program and then meet at one of the parks again. And you know we're, we're for science. I mean we should we should totally apply for a grant gentlemen because I think this is very important is that we need to go to Disneyland in California and Disneyland in in Florida Disney World in Florida. And you know, make this giant term paper. Yes, thousands of millions of people can do that as well, but this is special because it's us and we have a podcast. So yes. <laughs> <you know. laughs> episode two, baby. Episode two. Gotta get that, gotta get that podcast money. <laughs> so Ricky, as you're as you're looking that up, uh TK, which uh which where is your favorite place to eat on the property? And you can totally if if you're going to be cheeky and be like, Oh yeah, this cast member restaurant, you know, you can totally do that. But, but you know, where's, where's your favorite place to eat?
0: Ah, like I got months. Cause like, um, last, last episode I was talking about tropical hideaway is my favorite breakfast spot. But like, that's my favorite anytime spot because you can have pork boughs and lumpia egg rolls like any time of the day. So I'm throwing that away. Uh, there was another quick service one. I think this one's in, this one's in Disneyland Resort, uh, Asian Street Eats. Cause that's something my mom will never argue against. And then, um, my dad really likes Lamplight Lounge. And then mine is, uh, the lounge at the Disneyland Hotel, uh, Steakhouse 55. Just because I'm, I'm not fancy, but I like to pretend to be.
1: Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, that'll be on my gravestone. I'm not fancy, but I like to pretend that I am. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I wanted to try to go to uh, Steakhouse 55 during our last trip, but we just we were so focused on so many other things that never never got over there. So one of these days, I'd like to eat there. And I'm sorry, uh, Ricky, we're saying something.
2: Uh, I posted the pictures of those two restaurants in Arlington. Oh, wonderful.
0: Oh yeah, they, they're that's cool. We are on the wrong coast. Disneyland, step up your game. I need this. <laughs> that's
2: just one theme park over here on the east coast. There's, <laughs> we have three others that are just three other theme parks that have great places to eat as well.
0: Cause Except like our I would...
2: whole theme park is basically you can just go and eat at places.
0: Yeah, like I was, I was thinking you we were going to pick something from Epcot just because of the selection. There. I
2: was tempted. I was about to pick the German Pavilion. At oh. Epcot because it's an Oktoberfest beer garden themed restaurant and it's a German buffet and they have a German polka band that plays.
1: God, all the schnitzel you can possibly and all spend the schnitzel it. you can have. <laughs> it's great. I I love. I'm looking at the I'm looking at the photos and the drive-in theater themed restaurant. I, I'm looking at this and I'm giggling because there is in uh in Fallout Four. For the Nuka World DLC, they actually have a level that is exactly like this, where you go into a restaurant that is set up just like this. And I'm, I'm kind of giggling. I'm like, well, they don't have any robot butlers, but it's almost there.
2: It's almost there.
1: <laughs> I think my my favorite place to eat in the resort or uh, just on the property as a whole, uh, there's there's two places, kind of cheating. And uh, Blue Bayou is one of my absolute favorites, and I understand that. Yeah, you can get some of the same food in some of the other places uh, on property, but that one is that one is fifty percent food and fifty percent ambiance. I love Blue Bayou so much; it is absolutely wonderful. It's 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 amazing to be in a part of a ride of a of an attraction and be able to sit there and eat food. and it feels elegant, but everybody around you is wearing tank tops and shorts. So it's absolutely okay. Uh, but it feels elegant enough for you. And I, I really, really like Blue Bayou. The service is great. The food is great. Um, I always, I don't eat a lot of red meat, but I always get the steak there and I'm always happy with it. Always happy with it. Uh, but my I'm a little embarrassed about this but you need to understand why I like this. Um my two my go-to breakfast for every Disney trip is Starbucks on property. <laughs> and the big reason fair. that is yeah, fair. Uh, before before you hit stop on this podcast, <laughs> uh one of the big reasons is um you know, I can use my Starbucks card there. I can use points on it. The fact that I can actually use Starbucks, like Starbucks points there in a, Di- in a Disney Park Starbucks is pretty awesome. I can accumulate points. For the most part, the prices are exactly the same as going to a brick and mortar uh, Starbucks. And because of all the traveling that I do for all the conventions that I work, I'm a big fan of um, continuity. Continuity. So the fact that I can order the, the iced coffee that I order like here at the like here where I live, downtown Seattle, Vancouver, Canada, Austin, Texas, London and Disney and Times Square all have this like it's the same damn drink. And I love that. And I appreciate that because it actually helps me helps me with my morning routine I know what I can stomach. I know how long it's going to take for me to get from here to there with this iced coffee in my hand. You know, how long it's going to take for me to drink. So I, I am very glad that they have partnered up. <laughs> I am not here, ladies and gentlemen, I am not here to sing the praises of Starbucks because I know that, you know, yeah, there's better coffee and blah, 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 blah. I don't have a refined palate. I just want something that's going to keep my ass awake for the next 14 hours. So giving me 30-ounce trenta iced coffee with no sweetener and let me attack disneyland that's <laughs> make
2: sure to check out 40. our new starbucks themed podcast <laughs> coming to your radio waves starting Drop soon
0: you, bye. <laughs> starbucks is the best universal studios upstairs universal studios downstairs disneyland main street but that's <laughs> that is also my uh that's more of my midday i don't try to do caffeine until like midday through the park because i'm mm-hmm. already hyped on adrenaline for breakfast
1: Oh, absolutely. And
0: so I'm like, all right, cool. It's past noon. I might be slowing down soon. Let's let's move on to Main Street. Get our uh, get our uh, fill of caffeine. Then let's walk yeah. over to Mickey's Magical Map because man, are those dancers hot!
1: <laughs> I watched a video of Mickey's Magical Map and I cried. And I'm like, I need to see this in real life. I'm just you dying need to
0: see it. this in real life.
1: Absolutely beautiful. When, when I am at the parks with my parents, if, if, uh, if this is a family trip, and I've, I've been to Disneyland with my parents, I think, four times now, and my parents want to go again. I'm so happy because um, they're they're mid-60s, and they're still cool with this. Um, when we go as a family, we always eat breakfast at La Brea, at the La Brea Bakery, uh, and it's the last shop before you hit the esplanade, before you actually hit the, uh, the, the gates to either Disneyland or California Adventure. And what I love about that place is that not only do they have good food, it's kind of overpriced, but you know, whatever, what are you going to do? But they have really good food and you get to sit outside in their seating area and listen to the Esplanade music. And that just gets you pumped, absolutely pumped because you're watching, you're watching the parking lot trams come through, you're watching the monorail go by. If you have a keen eye like I do, you're staring right at the back. Of the Indiana Jones show building, and you know what you're about to, what you're about to get yourself into. So, you know, good food and lots of park hype. That's really important.
0: <laughs> That's downtown Disney.
1: Yep, that is downtown Disney.
0: Unless you're um, there just for downtown Disney, in which case, ah, uh, you, you get tempted because, like, there there's sometimes where like, uh, when I, I used to have a uh, annual pass, and I would just go to downtown Disney. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I really want to go to the park, but that's not why I'm here.
1: I'm here because I want to go into AMC theater,
0: watch Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but why? But why watch Star Wars when when you can you go, can go live Star live Wars? Live. This was Star before
0: <laughs> Galaxy's Edge was open. <laughs> you oh, go to Launch on, Bay I, and you just live Star, Star Wars.
1: Wars. Yeah, Star Tours has been in the park since 1987. Come
0: on. <laughs> I would always call Star Wars launch based Star Wars lunchbox, and I... <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Like, I it was an accident the first time, but now I just can't shake it off. Hey, let's go to Star Wars lunchbox. Let's meet Kylo Ren. Or if you have the Disney rewards card with Chase, you can meet Darth. Or yeah, you can meet Darth Vader uh, doing a special extended meet and greet, where he tries and stares. He stares down your parents for a long time while you try to convince them that they're rebel spies. And then my mom's like, no, he's scaring me! <laughs> I gotta Darth find Ranger. those pictures. Shout out to PhotoPass, because those are great memories to capture.
1: Oh, I love that. I love that so much. Yeah, PhotoPass is the best. And before I start jumping on that train, we will definitely have an episode about like um, all the stuff that we have to have with us or have to obtain during our Disney trip. So something like like uh I know that it's different between world and land but like max pass is the is a gift from god um and like and photo pass and stuff like that and yeah I'm I'm excited that we can we can also talk about that and kind of sing the praises of how those work and then also find out the differences cuz I understand there are some huge differences between the t- the way the two parks do that particular function
0: cuz we have max pass and uh DW has Max or FastPass Plus.
1: Mhm. And so yeah, we'll we'll do a we'll do a thing we'll do a thing that covers some of that because. Oh yeah. Yeah, because Max Pass. Oh, oh my God. God, is just amazing.
0: I would like to see Magic Bands be integrated. Just saying, if someone from you know um, WDI <laughs> is listening.
1: <laughs> and and you know what I'm I I feel the same way because. Like, I saw the Haunted Mansion wallpaper magic band. I'm like, look, I am not going to Florida anytime soon, but I want that. And I want to just wear it. Like, even if, it, like, just absolutely, if we could get magic bands, that'd be amazing. But that kind of actually brings into the next topic is about favorite merch. So when you go to the parks, and whether whether you've already bought it or it's something that you like to you you always get like a pin or something. You know, what is what is a piece of Disney merch that you've bought at the parks that was your favorite, it's unique, you've endowed it with a special memory, or it's something that you is a repeatable item that you always get for every trip. I mean it could be could be any of those. Uh, Ricky, you go first. Uh, this is not
2: necessarily something I bought, but something I was given. That's merch at Disney and I was at Epcot for the 35th anniversary
0: mm-hmm.
2: and they had a special commemorative pin as well as the pamphlet and it was the Epcot 35th anniversary so and the, everything was themed to be Epcot 35th anniversary and those two items I like treasure because yep, I was there for the 35th anniversary
1: Oh, that is that is super special.
2: That is very special. But something I have been buying at Disney recently, like, because I am a nut and I collect Star Wars stuff, is the Galaxy's Edge, the the Thermal Detonator Coke bottles, and, and the water bottle. It's just every time I've gone so far, which has been twice, I've gotten a Coke bottle, the Coke bottle, the Diet Coke bottle, and the Sani water bottle and of course I drink the soda and then I win- rinse it out when I get home and I keep the bottle because I am a, I am a nerd and I just love Star Wars and I just want to have my Star Wars themed Coke bottle.
0: I don't have yeah. my Sprite bottle anymore, but I ha- I still have my Dasani. Uh, the Sprite yeah. bottle <laughs> is the only
2: one I'm missing because I just didn't drink Sprite that day and I didn't well, want... It, it was the Galaxy extra $6 10. for a 12-ounce thing of soda, which you can get anywhere else for, like, two bucks. But it's Star Wars-themed, so got, knowing myself, I got to have it.
0: We got to save this for um, the Galaxy's Edge the episode. Galaxy's Edge stuff, yeah. I, I just want to allude to it. I The whole Sporks fiasco. Oh, God. The yeah, I...
1: Yeah, I would love I would love to talk more about that because I I, I need to read up a little more about it because I as somebody who is just looking at Twitter and whatnot, and I was only getting I was only getting the half outrage, but yeah, I got some thoughts about that.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm so mad! <laughs> I, I wish they I wish that was sold as a souvenir,
2: mm-hmm. the spork.
0: Yes, uh, I would use that every it day.
2: Selling. It they is. It is now that not what
0: it is now, but not when I was there. <laughs> and that's the important thing. Well, you <laughs> got to go <laughs> back, Chris. <laughs> and
2: buy this twelve dollars spork.
0: WDI, yeah. listen up. Disinfect everything. Make it cure cure COVID. Let's all get back to work and yeah. so we can get a score. Oh my
1: god, I'm, that's what we need. We need Disney Imagineers here on the whole, trying to find a vaccine. I, I know that's a completely different mindset. That's a completely set of, different set of skills. But I figure if we even if we have more creatives working on it, maybe we can get it to it faster. If
0: yeah. <laughs> we can do it. No, everyone
1: can. Just just a just a disclaimer. We we are all very safe, wonderful people who have no problem doing the stay at home thing and, you know, opening opening will happen when it does and we will go when we are comfortable and all that other wonderful stuff. But we are human beings and gosh darn it i want the i want the world to be finger quote normal again so i can get some disney some disney magic in my life but yeah take
0: it take a shot
1: (laughs) yes yay take a shot all right
0: on merchandise (laughs) mary this is your fault but i started getting those jerseys now
2: (laughs) the spirit jerseys
0: yeah, Oh <laughs>
2: they have some uh, themed once Star I Wars got... ones based on the planets, and ooh, I yep. those.
0: I I'm collecting those because I know I'll wear those. I am not. I refuse to get into the whole pin trading because that that's I will not financially recover from that <laughs> ever.
1: <laughs>
2: okay, Joe Exotic over here.
1: Yeah, no, no, I I know I know what you mean because I'll get into that in a moment. Yeah.
0: but from like heaven. when I bought your um Honda Mansion one. Mm-hmm. I bought one for me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And oh god, I'm like, okay, now I'm getting now I'm getting Tiki Room. Now I got to go get all the ones from uh Main Street. All those and the Tiki rooms. Room
1: one is so cute. It is I have not seen <sighs> that one. Oh, it's 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 this beautiful green and um yeah, it's it's we'll we'll find a picture of it and we'll put it in the link down, but it's it's, it's a beautiful green. It's just, and it's whimsical. And I'm, I'm a huge, I love the Tiki room so much, but that haunted mansion one, I was like, that's the one I want. That's the one I want. And, and when I went to go get it, um, the guy at, at the, the Emporium on main street, he kind of gave me this like painful smile and he goes, I know for a fact that we are sold out resort wide on that one. I'm like, you know what? I appreciate you telling me. He goes, but, He goes, I can't make promises because we are not privy to this information. He says, but these have been selling so well. I hope that they will be available online and that they will come back. So I encourage you to, you know, keep looking online. And I was like, thank you. I really appreciate it. See, another good cast member moment. And TK, I think you just messaged me out of the blue and you said, hey, I'm in the park. Do you want anything? And I... (laughs) When I read that, because I got the message on my phone, and I'm like, "Shit!" Ah! Ah! and I was running for my computer. I got to type back to keep TK. Hold on, hold on, hold on. And that's when I begged you, could you check and see if it's not out of your way? And you said you found it. And I did a dance. I texted. I texted Chris and said, "Oh my God, TK found the the haunted Manchester." I, I went nuts. I went absolutely nuts.
0: There's, I haven't see this one in uh Emporium or any of the shops. The Minnie Mouse one with the tie-dye. Oh, my God. That looks so good.
1: I want it's it. It's so cute. Yeah, I, I'm with you there. I love the Spirit jerseys, too.
0: I can't find any of the park-specific ones besides the Star Wars ones on the online store. Mm-hmm. But I think, I, or at least I'm hoping because of this whole mess, that they will release some online. Because I really want it.
1: Yeah, the last time I looked was a couple was actually a couple days ago and they they still had like um like they have the purple for um when they did the their purple line. I don't I don't remember what the purple was supposed to be themed for. Figured. If it was a character. No, it was uh, that would be a good one, but I think it was poison, I think for for like the evil queen. But I don't remember. Anyway, I could be wrong. Again, people are probably listening to this going, I thought you said you were a Disney fan. Like you don't know anything. Um, (laughs) Oh
0: my God. They got dog spirit jerseys. Oh my God. I need to get a dog now.
1: Yeah. But they, they have those then uh, in like the purple ones in both with the, with the Disneyland D on it. And then with the WD for Walt Disney world symbol on it. So sometimes they'll have the park specific ones there on the store. Oh my gosh, I totally forgot to really- about the Baby
2: Yoda jersey. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Baby
0: Yoda!
2: Uh, we could do an entire episode based on Baby Yoda. <laughs> Don't get me started, Mary.
0: Oh, oh my god. god, I just... There's a Pizza Planet backpack cooler on the Oh my god, I need to close this. I need to close the <laughs> Disney store right now.
2: That's also I another think, episode we could do. Yeah, Items we could buy we could just on the like Disney just, store.
1: Just exactly. I think my favorite piece of merch from the park that isn't my lightsaber. Cause again, that's a whole nother episode. Um, I think think my favorite piece of merch is um, when Chris and I went for our honeymoon, I got a coffee cup that you could bathe a small dog in. This thing is gigantic. It's gotta be about 20 ounces and it's got stitch on it. And he's in a bathrobe and he's got a nightcap and he's holding a cup of coffee. And it's like, watch out for morning breath and all this other stuff. And I, I really love this cup and I was so happy that it survived the flight home. Um, and it's it's one of my favorite vessels to drink soup in because it's gigantic. Um, so that is that's one of my favorites that I've endowed just kind of like, Hey, this is, this is my Disney thing. Cause I don't think I have anything left over from our first trip. I had a, I had a hoodie that I loved that just kind of disintegrated after about 15 years. Cause I wore it all the time. Um, but the, a piece of merch that I, that I always get every time I go is I am a pin collector, but not a trader. Like I'll trade with cast members because I always want Lilo and Stitch pins. I always want like anything that has to do with my favorite character. Um, I try not to spend too much money on it, uh, but you know, do or do not, there is no try. And I end up spending an awful lot of money on pins. Uh, but I love I love the pins because I think they're really nicely done. Um, like I, I lost my, I lost my, like I lost all sense of a direction when I saw that they had like a dark winged duck, pin at one point. Yeah. And I actually got my hands on one and like some of the stuff that they come up with is absolutely wonderful. And some of it, eh, you know, I'm like, yeah, I like, like, I love Zootopia. I love that movie, but I'm like, nah, I don't need all the pins. I'll just get like one pin of Judy, you know, or, oh, I really like Mary Poppins, but I'll only get like one thing from it. But if it comes to like Lilo and Stitch, gosh, Give me all of them, you know. Give me all of them, and I will. Uh, I'll more likely buy than I will trade because trading gets to be a little competitive.
0: <laughs> that's uh, yeah,
1: yeah. Downplaying it. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm. am also trying to be nice because I also I like you know I've I've collected things in the past before and I've been part of collector communities, and when I when after you're after you realize you're like, wow! if I want to just casually collect this, this feels so much better. This feels so much, I don't know. It feels so much more enjoyable and you're not pressured to sell. You're not pressured to trade. You're not pressured to buy. You know, it's, it's a little freeing. This, that's nothing against people who like collecting. There are people who love doing the pin collecting. They have met lifelong friends. I love that, but I don't have that kind of patience. So I'm one of those. I'm like, Nope, this is for me. This is for me. Ooh, my brother would really like that. You know, that's that's usually how I do. it. I love the pins. I think they're great. So,
2: <laughs> I have a few pins, but they're mostly like the Star Wars Galaxy's Edge ones, because because those ones are like, ooh, I can add this to the Disney ba- the Batu Bound. I can add this one to the Batu Bound.
1: When when I get all of my pins back up on the boards, I'll take a picture because I, I've I've gotten really into, of course, Lilo and Stitch. And they had some really cool Haunted Mansion ones that I got to collect, but I'm not part of a club. I'm not an AP. So I don't, I don't have a lot of, like, I don't have like ultra rares and, you know, AP party specific ones and stuff like that. But like, once I get everything on the boards, I'll take a picture. Cause the only one I have, the only pin board I have finished right now is my Rick and Morty pin board. And that's not really Disney. So (laughs) That, that would be weird if it was. What was that,
0: TK? I gotta find this one video for you, Rick. What, um, it was uh, being able to... Not conceal it for, like, an nefarious way, but, like, uh, so you could bring your lightsaber into Galaxy's Edge after, you, after you've bought it, where it's, like, it's a robe that they basically sewed sold, sold a pocket for. So you can disconnect your lightsaber blade, hide it in there, and still carry your lightsaber around out and stuff. Uh I don't know how to explain, it, but it was really cool when I saw it. I saw it on TikTok, and I'm
2: yeah. Send that, send that over. I'll be.
0: i trying. To like to watch it. that,
2: and we can definitely put that in the link dump for everybody to see.
1: While you're looking for that, I'll bring up our 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 next topic. Um, and this one, this one actually might be quick, uh, because I have a feeling like the next three, after this, will be very in depth. Um, just for the listeners at home, we were trying to knock this down to a one and a half hour, one and a half, <laughs> excuse me, an hour and a half, blah, 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 an hour and a half episode. And we're already on hour two. <laughs> we're, are <we're, we're, laughs> yeah. We're an hour and 36 I mean, this, minutes in. Not terrible. But I mean, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of what we do. It's, you know, it's, it's us being really, really, uh, excited about stuff and, um, being able to share that with folks. Um. We try to put a time limit on it so we're not, you know, so we're not drowning on too long, but, you know, sometimes we just really, really latch onto a subject and I love that. I absolutely love that. So here's another one you can sink your teeth into. We're going to talk about favorite hotel. So if you're from out of town or if the park happens to be a drive away, do you stay at a hotel? And which one do you stay at? Do you stay at, at one of the resort hotels? So something that is actually owned by Disney? Do you do one of their good neighbor hotels, which is, uh, yeah, we don't own you, but you know what? We should totally do something together to make this worthwhile for our guests. Do you do an Airbnb? Do you sleep in your car? What do you do? And go ahead, And I'm actually going to make, I'm going to make TK answer this first.
2: Switching it up.
1: All yeah, right, so good. for
0: me, it depends.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Most of the time, uh, if I'm going with friends, um, I try to do on property. I'm trying to convince my family to do on property with me because I just want to share that experience with them. Mm-hmm. But for money reasons, we uh, end up doing Good Neighbor, even though I like yeah. offer to help pay uh, for more of it. They're like, eh, no, we'll still do Good Neighbor because they want to explore Anaheim. And if I'm going by myself, um, I just, uh, I, I call Mimi and I'm like, hey, can I crash on your couch? Because <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, her family has annual passes. So like, we'll, we'll end up going to the park together anyways. But, th- but that's if I'm going on like, I- I'm going to California by myself. I need, s- it- Disneyland is on the docket, but it's not my primary purpose. Hey Mimi, can I crash on your couch, please? And most of the time she'll say yes. Yeah. If not, I'll, uh, I'm more often than not because I have a car, I'll do a motel nearby, but that's if I'm going solo. Yeah. Uh, I I would rather save the on property or good neighbor experience for friends and family, even though, like, I'm more on property-wise. Um, and because I've done all three hotels in the Grand. California. Oh, I wish I could live there. But the elevators in. There, there was one interesting screw up that happened with me at um, Paradise Pier Hotel, where I checked in, and they gave me a room key. They told me the room. The room key worked at this door, and there was already people in there. I have no idea what happened. Hmm. And I was like
1: just they're probably just su- surprised as you are.
0: Yeah, cuz like the uh there were the two moms and their children and I'm like they're like do you work here? I'm like not anymore.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Yes. That is that is the wrong answer. <laughs> <I know. laughs>
2: that is yeah, that is definitely the wrong. Answer.
0: <laughs> Because that's my normal response.
1: <laughs> it was an appropriate answer. It was the wrong answer. But it was...
0: A- <laughs> and like, And so, like, uh, I don't know if you know this. They print the name, the room number, and... Or they print your information so, like, you know it's correct. Like... If you would come outside with me, I promise I'm not kidnapping you. You will see that my key card works here. And this is the day I'm supposed to have this room, apparently. And we, uh, they called the front desk, um, letting them know about the mix-up while I was on my way downstairs with my friends. Like, this is the weirdest thing that's happened. That
1: is a weird thing.
0: And we were late for our reservations for Blue Bayou already.
1: Oh, no. Oh, my God, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? But, so, so uh, well, I'm dying... good. well i'm I'm dying to know how did, how was the how how did they fix the problem?,
0: uh, they just gave us a different room, and then uh, they called Blue Bayou, letting them know that we were late and not to count that against us. There wasn't really like any harm, like we weren't being mean about it or we weren't right. being Karen's so like, <laughs> they didn't okay, have to do anything man. we weren't asking for anything we were just like oh yeah we just don't want to make sure our reservations are safe and they're like oh yeah they're holding the table for you here's cool here's whatever i'm like all right cool and i didn't know it. they already gave us appetizers where <laughs> 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 they comped us appetizers I'm like
1: sweet all right nice yeah, yeah I'm, nice. I'm the same way like a like a mix-up like that it, it could happen to anybody you know no, I don't expect anything extra. Just, you know, let's it's got a room that doesn't have people in it, you know? <laughs>
0: yeah. I, I mean like I love working with kids. I just don't want to sleep with kids in my room.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we need our beauty sleep.
0: <laughs>
1: exactly. So, yeah. so TK uh I'm sorry, uh Ricky, um, Yes. do you uh do you have a favorite resort, hotel, uh living space for your trips to Disney World? So
2: Yes, because family trips, we used to stay at the Swan and Dolphin Resort Hotel. Which is, it's a Disney hotel, but it's, I think it is a good neighbor where it's not official, it's not owned by Disney. Gotcha. And that's that because we had Starwood points and we would use those points to stay at the hotel. And that was the hotel growing up going to, but being in Orlando local and having friends, we're like, oh, let's just go to uh, French Quarter and we just get beignets or we go to one time we went to have uh, the breakfast brunch at the Animal Kingdom Lodge. So we just go over to any hotel we want and just go and hang out and have food or whatever. Favorite one is definitely the boardwalk. Disney board because it's a boardwalk pier and it's kind of like its own mini Disney, Disney Springs, mini downtown Disney, where it, it has the restaurants, it has the shops, and it also has like a piano bar and a club and everything. So, having and it's set to a New Jersey style boardwalk. And so that is definitely one of my favorite hotels to just go and hang out and stuff. And plus, it's a good walk to Epcot as well. You can just walk to Epcot and then go drinking and stuff in Epcot, like you normally do.
1: <laughs> like you do.
0: Like you do. Like everyone does. Like everyone does, <laughs> exactly. from
1: what I understand. <laughs> I would say... um So I, I have to get a hotel or a room of some sort, uh, when, when I go to Disneyland, because I'm out of state. Um, and I I love the good neighbor hotels, uh, especially the Hilton, which is there right there, uh, next to the Anaheim convention center. I really like them. They, they have a great, uh, it's, it's, it's a great place to stay. It's, it's kind of within walking distance of the, of the parks, And I say kind of because after a full day of walking both parks and you're like, I have to walk less than a quarter of a mile to my hotel. Life is the worst. But it's I I really like the placement. I like where that is. I like the service there. Um, I've only ever stayed at two resort hotels. And that was Paradise Pier, uh, which which I thought was great. I I like looking at the at the back end of uh, of Disneyland, California adventure I, I liked it. I thought it was really nice. Uh, I've never stayed at the Grand California and that's kind of the dream but I I have to say my favorite really is the Disneyland Hotel. I've stayed there uh, twice I think now and I really really like it. it's it's got it's got such a great layout. it's absolutely beautiful. Um, I understand that it's nothing like what it used to be in the 90s like I, or like, and even before that, like from the sixties to the nineties, I know it was something completely different. Um, Had a larger lagoon in the middle of it and all this other stuff. But um, being that I've got no real life basis for comparison, like personal real life basis, um, I really, really like the Disneyland hotel. It's, it's great. It's convenient. um, It's in a, it's, it's in a great location and I really, really like it, but If I'm trying to save money, if I'm like, hey, I just really want to focus on the park and I just need a place to, pardon my language, shower shit and shave, I just, you know, I will, I'll stay at whatever is the cheapest. But, um, you know, more often than not, it's that, it's the Hilton Anaheim. Cause I, they're, they're really good. They've got, they've got like a Disney sense of customer service there and I appreciate it. Um, You do get a weird mixed bag when you're there. So like we were there, and there was a—I'm not kidding—a Bible convention. Yeah, and I mean, like, and this is not—I'm not trying to be disparaging or anything like that, but it was very, very strange. Walking out of there at eight in the morning wearing, you know, you know, Mickey and Minnie paraphernalia and a filthy casual hoodie and all this other stuff, and going, doo, do doo 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 doo. <laughs> don't mind me. (laughs) I'm here for more fun than any of you. I'm absolutely sure of it (laughs) because you guys don't have a roller coaster in your convention center. Um, But yeah, that's, that's where I like to go. I I like the Hilton Anaheim and someday Chris and I would really like to stay at the Grand California and we've eaten there at a couple of the the restaurants in there. Um, But yeah, one of these days I'd really like to stay there because it looks gorgeous. It looks way more fancier than chris and i could ever pretend to be but i don't care you know i i think i think that would be a lovely place to stay
2: so, so. i'll tell a story here i actually mm-hmm. spent a night at a grand floridian suite and oh Ooh, my god oh it it was crazy there was a tv in the shower and it was the tv and no, actually it was the tv in the mirror in the shower Good God! It was crazy, and it was a suite where it had a master bedroom, a living room, and a second bedroom that was basically a regular sized hotel room. And because I stayed, like, it was friends, and then their mom, their the family is uh, Disney vacation pass timeshare. They have the timeshare, and they had to use the stay at the Grand Floridian, or else they would lose it. And so they invited me to come because I was friends with the my friend was also my roommate at the time, and we yeah we got to spend the night at the Grand Floridian and it was it was crazy, and it oh, was, we didn't even go to the park it was just an overnight stay at the Grand Floridian just enjoying the hotel.
1: Oh, that would kill me though because I'd be like, but the parks are over there. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Grand California and the park is in your backyard.
1: Yeah, but I'm I'm such a damn child, though, because I understand what patience is. And I have a lot of patience for a lot of other things. And it really bothers me when adults have no patience. But if I have to fly into Anaheim at like eight in the evening and I can't get Disney time, I have to wait until the morning. Oh, baby, like you're going to have to you're going to have to pull me from the ceiling with like a broom handle because I will just be on edge.
2: (laughs) Downtown Disney and you're there till 2 (laughs) a.m. No, no, exactly.
0: That's what I was going to say. If you land in Anaheim at 8, you have an hour to get checked into your hotel, pass the security checkpoint, didn't sit right by the tram loading, and you have a perfect view of the fire.
1: That's true. But it's also one of those things you're like, I'm looking at the fireworks, and there's not enough time to go in and actually ride a ride that's very 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 lizard caveman brain
0: <laughs> the wonderful world of disney is right behind you let's i going to financially recover from this make you feel
1: better yeah just just engage in retail therapy and get ready for the next day <laughs> that's
0: what i do and then and then whoever i'm with yells at me it's like you're you're gonna be broke tomorrow when you actually need that money. I'm like,
2: I know. I know. No, no. Never gonna financially recover from this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: I'm never
0: gonna financially recover from this.
1: Hey, I owe, I owe the big, I owe the big mouse a lot of money and you know what, I'm I'm okay with that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the big mouse. Sounds the like big a crime mouse. boss. Right? Hey guys, Ricky here, coming to you live from the editing bay. Uh, like we mentioned earlier, these next few topics, we end up going for another extra hour. So, what we're going to do here is we're going to split up episode two into two parts. Uh, you just listen to part one now, and part two should hopefully be coming around a week or ten days or so after this episode's released. So, thank you guys for listening. Uh, make sure to follow us on our Twitter. Make sure to follow us on all your podcast platforms. Leave us a like and a review. Let us know what you think of the show. Uh, You can find all of our social media on the link dump. And so, yeah, hopefully we'll see you guys next week for part two
0: of episode two. Take us away, TK. Stay tuned for part two of Park and Ride, episode two.